Welcome to Oy Vey Isn't a Strategy, Success Solutions for Work and Life, with Deborah Grayson Regal, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast, 26 Acts of Kindness. This is your host, Coach Deborah Grayson Regal. I'm recording this on 12-21-12, which is uh, one week to the day after 26 people were murdered in the terrible Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre. And our country has been on high alert. We've been in mourning. We have been negotiating issues related to gun control and mental health. And we're not yet in a time of healing. But one thing really stuck out for me over the course of the week, and it was a call over Twitter by journalist Ann Curry for everybody to do 26 acts of kindness, whether they're big or whether they're small. And of course, even though Ann Curry isn't Jewish, uh, the idea of, of acting with kindness or loving kindness uh, is definitely fundamental to the Jewish people, but also fundamental, I would imagine, to any other religion out there. And on one hand, the number 26 can feel a little overwhelming. On the other hand, it's actually not very hard to do 26 acts of kindness or 26 acts of loving kindness. Sometimes the way in which we engage in acts of kindness are by doing a little more. Sometimes the way in which we can engage in acts of kindness are by doing a little less. And as I was thinking about the number 26, I challenged myself to see if there were 26 acts of kindness that I could come up with that I think anybody, including myself, could do. So today, in today's podcast, what I want to share with you is the list I came up with of 26 acts of kindness that anybody can do. They don't take a lot of time. They don't take a lot of money. You can customize these for whichever specific example meets your needs. But I wanted to share them with you in case you were thinking about even engaging in one act of kindness over the next few weeks. So here's my list. And as always, I warmly welcome your suggestions as well. So act number one, make a donation of money. It's uh, it's the end of the year right now, although you may be listening to this in the beginning of the year or the middle of the year. But think about an organization that you really care about and care for and agree with their mission and vision and make some donation of any amount of money uh, to really put your money where your mouth is. Number two, this is uh, something that my family and I have done, especially over Thanksgiving over the past few years, is to make a, a brief visit to an adult living facility. And my kids and husband and I, as well as other friends, have done this over Thanksgiving. And it is just amazing to visit with people who aren't guaranteed a visit from friends or family members and just to show up somewhere and show your face. And of course, it doesn't have to be an adult living facility. It could really be any kind of gathering or community center where they're not guaranteed having a warm, welcoming visit in the same way that you probably are on most days of your life. 
Act number three is to invite a new family for Shabbat. So my family and I have some pretty regular guests on Shabbat. It's the people that we know well. It's the people that we feel most comfortable with. And it tends to be the usual crowd. And every once in a while, we remember that it's really lovely to include somebody new. It certainly mixes up the conversation. uh, But it's also a really nice way to build some new relationships. So whether your family does a Shabbat dinner or you do a Sunday brunch or you do a Tuesday night game night, whatever it may be, invite a new family. See who you can build a new relationship with. Act number four, ignore an annoying habit. So I'm not talking about one of your own. I'm talking about one in, uh, in your home or maybe one in the workplace. I know there are things that drive us crazy. Anything from somebody's socks on the floor at home to somebody who clicks the top of their pen in the cubicle next to you. Just pick a day where you actively choose to ignore somebody's habit. Uh, It might just be an act of kindness to them and it might even be a greater act of kindness to yourself to just say, today is just not the day that I'm going to make myself crazy over this. Act number five, do someone else's task. So whether it's uh, taking a stack of papers to be copied for the administrative assistant in your office because you were headed over there anyway, or it's your daughter's turn to set the table, but you just take it over because uh, it just feels like a loving thing to do, I invite you to do someone else's task uh, and then um, you know see the, the smile on their face that you've given them a, a lovely surprise and a reprieve. Act number six, bring someone their favorite drink or snack without them even asking. So imagine what it would feel like for you if uh, you were at work and around 10.30 somebody showed up with your uh, double half-calf tall skinny vanilla latte and uh, you hadn't even asked for it. So if you know something that somebody likes to enjoy, a drink or a snack, just drop it by their desk or bring it home just because. Uh, Act number seven, send someone a just because card or gift. And this could be somebody that you're friends with, but you only see each other once a year. Maybe you only see each other once every five years. Send them a little note or a little trinket to let them know that you are just thinking of them. Act number eight. Donate a toy somewhere when it isn't a holiday. So earlier this week, I was having a meeting near Rockefeller Center in New York City, and I had the opportunity to spend a little time on the Today Show Plaza, and it was amazing to me and very encouraging to me to see how many people were dropping off wrapped toys for their annual toy drive. But that annual toy drive, like so many toy drives, are annual. They are held once a year in December. And if you have a toy in your basement, something that one of your kids maybe got for uh, a birthday or some other kind of celebration that you know they're not going to use, wrap it and drop it off somewhere. It will be really appreciated every and any time of the year. Act number nine. I know I'm dating myself, but make a mixtape. Okay, 
make a playlist for someone you love. It could be a list of songs that commemorate the year that you met or a list of songs that you know will give somebody energy if they're starting a new exercise program or even just a list of songs that makes you think of them. Put together that playlist and send it to them or burn it for them. And uh, if you happen to have the technology that you need to make a mixtape, which I know is really old-fashioned technology, go for it. I can't guarantee they'll have any place to play it, but uh, let's uh, let's re uh, reignite the energy that we used to have back when we were younger and putting together playlists for people. So that's number nine. Number ten, release the remote. What do I mean by release the remote? If you and your significant other are in a constant tug of war over who gets to pick the channel, just take a night or maybe two nights or three nights where you just hand it over and say, honey, let's watch what you want to watch. Who knows what could come as a result of that? Act number 11. Give each kid one-on-one time. This is certainly a challenge for me. I'm a mom of two. I'm a mom of two kids who are the same age as each other. And the idea of giving each kid one-on-one time sometimes feels daunting. But it doesn't have to be that hard. It doesn't have to take that long. And it doesn't have to be significant. Now, while I love taking each of my kids on a vacation, that's actually not what I'm talking about. Even the opportunity to take my daughter to and from her basketball game without anybody else in the car and having the chance to talk with her and then after the game go out for pizza, just the girls, feels really special and I know that I'll have memories of that. And I do the same with my son as well. So you don't have to make it special. It doesn't have to be expensive. uh, But just anything you can do to carve out a little special time, everybody will remember. Act 12. Put down all your technological distractions and make eye contact. I remember significantly about 12 years ago, and this was before people had Blackberries or an iPhones and all that sort of thing. I remember being in my office and having a meeting with a colleague and The phone kept ringing, you could hear the computer chiming that she was getting new emails in, and she never broke eye contact with me. And at the end of the meeting, I I told her, I said, this was the most amazing thing to see because I know you had tons of distractions and you didn't get yourself distracted. And she said, you and I both deserved for you to have my undivided attention. So whether it's at dinner, not bringing your iPhone to dinner, or any other kind of thing, Put your technological distractions away and make significant sustained eye contact. Act 13. Take something off your to-do list. And this is an act of kindness to yourself. If there's something that keeps showing up on your to-do list and it's giving you service, it's giving you stress, why don't you consider just taking it off? Act 14. Stop judging yourself so harshly. And this may be related to Act 13. If there's something that you take off your to-do list, don't give yourself a hard time about it. So it could be stop judging yourself that way, saying, oh, this is something I should do. You might also want to think about just stop judging yourself so harshly in some other area where you spend an awful lot of time beating yourself up. And this leads us to Act 15, which is... Stop judging somebody else in your life so harshly. Chances are there is somebody who is not acting or performing or being the way you want them to be. You know what? Give them a little peace. Let them off the hook. See if you can just treat them with some acceptance and loving kindness for as long as you can possibly tolerate it. Act 16. 
offer somebody a surprise piece of positive feedback. So there, if you work in an office, chances are there are times that you are uh, supposed to be giving people pieces of feedback, whether it's positive or constructive. But I would say surprise somebody with a really nice piece of praise, with a compliment, with something that you've noticed that they've done. I remember when my kids were in first grade, their teacher had a box called CBG, and it was a prize for when you were caught being good. Give somebody the prize of your attention when you've caught them being good. Act 17. Make an in-kind donation of your some supplies or expertise to an organization that you care about. So I, I think my first act was about making a financial donation. Sometimes you can donate your knowledge, uh, your hand power, some skills that you have, some tools that you have, some materials that you're not using, make an in-kind donation of time or supplies to an organization that you care about where maybe it's not the time for you to give them money, but you'd like to contribute in some other way. Act 18. Accept a compliment without a fight. So I have a whole range of things that I'm used to saying when somebody gives me a piece of praise, but the least frequent one that I'm most likely to say is, thank you. I've really, really tried to practice over the last few years just saying thank you when somebody gives me a compliment or a piece of praise. I would tell you that it is very much an act of kindness to just accept the gift of a praise without trying to re-gift it, hand it back to the person who gave it to you. Act 19, don't offer unsolicited advice. If somebody has not asked you for your opinion, do not share your opinion. And maybe try practicing this with the person that you feel most comfortable giving unsolicited advice to. They may take this as a very nice gesture from you that you have not given them a piece of advice that they haven't asked for. So keep that in mind. Act 20. Stop complaining about something that isn't going to change as a result of your complaining. Let me say that one again. I think that's an important one. Stop complaining about something that isn't going to change as a result of your complaining. And this may be the thing where you keep complaining to that person who isn't going to change the behavior, or you keep complaining to yourself or to the people around you. If no amount of complaining is going to change the behavior, stop complaining about it. I I have uh, 19 other things so far and several more to come of things that you can do with your time, energy, and attention rather than fruitless complaining. Act 21. Practice saying, hmm, you might be right, or, wow, you've given me something to think about, to someone who has completely different beliefs from you. And uh, I have to tell you that right now, the issue of gun control is one of those topics where there are clearly people who have very different opinions from mine, and I do not agree with almost anything they're saying. I don't think it would help me tremendously to argue with them, uh, and my complaining probably isn't going to change them, but one of the things I can do is practice saying, hmm, well, you might be right, or, well, you've given me something to think about, whether or not I think about it, but engaging with them will probably not change either of our points of view. Act 22. Don't be in such a rush to get stuff done for just one day. So take a day where you are not actively rushing from place to place to place or activity to activity activity and just 
just don't be in such a rush and see what that can do to the people around you as well as to your own quality of life for just one day. Act 23, cook a favorite meal for someone in your family on just a regular day. So it's very easy to cook somebody their favorite meal for a Sunday brunch or a Friday night Shabbat dinner. But what would it be like if uh, your kids came home and you cooked them their favorite treat just on a regular Tuesday school night? And uh, keep in mind that it doesn't have to be elaborate. It could even just be one dish. But let somebody know that you are thinking of them by saying... I know that you really love this fried chicken. I decided to make it just for you. Act 24. Have a nag-free week. Or if you can't handle a week, have a nag-free weekend. Or if you can't handle a weekend, have a nag-free day. Whatever amount of time you can get through without nagging somebody Get through that amount of time and see what happens. See what happens for yourself. See what happens in your relationships. See if it feels like you can tolerate the um, ability to not tell somebody what else they ought to be doing other than what they are simply doing that day. Act 25. Don't clean up in the middle of entertaining. I am so guilty of this. I can't think of a Friday night dinner uh, in recent years where I haven't started going through the dishes and and putting stuff in the dishwasher while people are there and everybody feels compelled to help and I understand I would feel the same way but see if you can just enjoy your guests and enjoy your time with them rather than feel like you need to clean up while you're entertaining and act 26 say I love you to somebody who knows it already right so uh, my husband knows it my kids know it I have other people in my life who know that I love them, and in my mind, I say to myself, I know they know I love them, but I am certainly going to start with Act 26 and telling people who I love that I love them because it never hurts to hear them again. This is my list of 26. I invite you please to share with us your list of 26 or even just your list of one act of loving kindness that you can commit to to put a little more joy happiness, and peace in the world. Ah, heaven knows we all could use it. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to speaking with you next time. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Oive Isn't a Strategy. We invite you to write a review on our iTunes page and comment on our show page at jcastnetwork.org slash oive. The opening and closing music for the Oive podcast is Responsibility by Naomi Less. Her album, The Real Me, is available on Amazon, iTunes, and CBD.